Hello and welcome to the new podcast by Stephen Fahey. I'm going to talk to you about business innovation, strategy, you name it, I'll talk about it. Business for real people in the real time, here and now, on Stephen Fahey's podcast. Let's get into it. Good evening, guys. So, how you doing? You're right. Um, so, I'm doing a, a talk on leadership based on today's slide from uh, LinkedIn uh, that I posted, uh, and this was talking about um, leadership from uh, from Jeff. And you know, I'm really proud to see so many of you that have uh, tuned into this. So. Uh, I'm going to talk through uh, my analysis of leadership uh, in line with Jeff, hopefully. Uh, let's just, uh, just look at the slides now. Uh, it's not letting me do it, but there you go. So, oh, here we are. Always the way with technology, eh? So, yeah, anyway, so I- I'm going through the slides. Um... Yeah, so leadership, uh, what does it mean to you? Um, it's, you know, I think Jeff's course that I'm working through is really, was interesting. And as I put up on LinkedIn, uh, it only took me 10 minutes to make these slides and it's, you know, producing content, give you a little bit of a backstory about, you know, the reason why I do these PowerPoints. Um, as we know in learning and development industry for the last 20 years there's been a lot of uh, investment in learning management systems so uh, and sadly that's not been effective in terms of trying developing people so companies now you know with thought leadership with people like myself and other big people around the world are moving more towards workplace coaching and uh, dare I say it learning learning the flow of work um, which is, um, you know, important. Um, but when when you look at, you know, kind of human interactions and you look at organisations and you look at how companies are unfolding now or have been for many years, and especially now with COVID-19, you kind of appreciate leadership a lot more, I think. And in line with what Jeff was saying in terms of what are the best leaders... Um, what are the most important qualities of an effective leader? Um, in reference to the slide, the ability to inspire others to achieve shared objectives. So I totally agree with Jeff. I think that's really a spot on definition of leadership because I know reference when I was a teacher and academics around the world and on most courses, what would happen is that Academics can't really agree on what a, a, a leadership is, but I think what Jeff has gave us, and you know what I'm trying to analyse as well, is a simple, easy to follow definition. Because if you're not inspiring others to follow you in terms of uh, leadership, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be the the man or the lady at the top. 
you don't have to be a leader to lead. Um, I, I think that real leadership is is indeed the ability to inspire others to achieve shared objectives. So, and what I think is really interesting is that can even be in terms of your own family. It doesn't, when we talk about leadership, when we talk about business, it's all a uh, great leader. Um, you know, is Mark Zuckerberg a great leader uh, in Facebook? Some would argue no. Is Jeff Bezos a great leader at Amazon? Some would argue yes, some would argue no. Was Bill Gates a great leader in the up and coming, you know, the, the growth that Microsoft received? You know, so it, it's not all about business leadership, but I do think that the core element of being a good leader or an effective leader, because anybody can be put into a leadership position, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that person or lady is, uh, is actually going to be good at that leadership position. So the ability to inspire others to achieve achieve shared objectives, and you know, look, you've got to look at the wordings here. The ability, we all have different abilities, and you know, speaking from a perspective of an ex humble ex reserve forces soldier, and never gets go on operations, but the the amount of leadership that we learn in the armed forces, whether it be UK or US, um, is 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 really really good, um, and we get put into positions of of kind of power and to make decisions um but the ability we grow comes from the training and development we receive whether that's in armed forces or whether that's in an organization and i think when you be when you point to a leadership position certainly in business in large organizations and, and my hat goes off to jeff what he was able to do is make important decisions but not just based on dictatorship but make decisions about, you know, inspiration. So you inspired others to achieve shared objectives. The the goal was perhaps back then when LinkedIn wasn't known was to, to, to grow the company, to inspire colleagues to have ideas to bring forward, to expand on features, uh, which is kind of the same similar culture to what Facebook have done and learning by failure uh, from my own research. And it's not just business leaders that are saying it it's you know you've got a movie star Arnold Schwarzenegger you watch his famous speech online there's there's nothing wrong with failing there really isn't and I think that when you are a business leader or anybody that's in a position of power or importance or even if just a follower you 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 come across opportunities to make decisions and when you do that, it's important that you bear in mind you know your team and it's the reference point of slides that I posted on LinkedIn, as Jeff says, uh, going into the room and recognizing and look at the signals and having that kind of tuition, I guess, that gut feeling and the, the eye and the bias signals that you get. Is, you know, you're giving a speech, a keynote speech, and it's not going well. You look around the room and you change your tactics. And then all of a sudden, the, the room stops and starts paying attention to what you're saying. Um, and that, that's real leadership. And I think that and that's why I've always been a core uh, part of my beliefs, as people know, is, is to try and inspire more teachers to come into the profession of learning performance and generally business leadership. Because we, we are experts at trying to develop people. There's a reason why you went through that good education system. There's a reason why you were successful 
when you did listen to your teacher and we've all had good and bad teachers but the whole concept of when we go through education is progression and i think when you're in a position that jeff was in at linkedin he see potential he saw potential in others to follow him and to say look okay you're doing well there's your feedback um and also going back to another course that jeff does really well is compassionate leadership and when jeff speaks about the fact that the best thing you can do when somebody's not performing and they're not quite you don't think they're a fit in that role is to let them go it's compassionate to, to do that rather than as the story celebrates in jeff's video rather than shout screaming at that person and embarrass them because they've messed up in a business project it's more about the compassion that you say you know what this probably isn't the right role for you but you know what having reviewed your where you are stronger there is this position for you or even if it is just a let go it's it's important as a leader and it's difficult to, to to fine-tune that as jeff says but i think if you spend time to get to know your team their dislikes and their likes but more about having the empathy and empathy not just feeling sorry for somebody who's had a bad day but empathy in, in, uh, and that intuition to know as jeff says to, to pick up on things in the room what's going wrong what's up what can i do to make a difference um and it is a lot of pressure as we know in business leadership but when you get put into a big big company as i think and when you go through that aggression of just being kind of the, the underperformer or somebody low in the ranks and then all of a sudden you get you know pushed up and you know just now the executive chairman of linkedin has done a wonderful job you've only got to look at the figures going from i can't remember the post that i put today 40 or 56 billion to half half almost half a billion people on linkedin uh, which is an amazing achievement i think he he wasn't only able to achieve that by having the ability to inspire others to achieve shared objectives so believe in your workforce and you have got to give them autonomy and trust you know trust is so so important and we've really gone round the build and I think in terms of all the years and the academics have been speaking about trust in organizations it's hard to measure trust from from one perspective but it's not hard to execute it when you really think about the simplicity of saying to your team you know I want you to have a go at this I believe in you and that's why in my humble organization I'm going to be recruiting people based on their attitude and their potential going forward not based on their experience because I think that's an unfair system and and i think that what linkedin have shown us and even though facebook has had you know people stand up to facebook and not agree with their advertising but they have built a good working culture in terms of you know performance and my hat does go up go off to to, to mark and always team because when you run a big company and I've, i've yet to do it and i'll aspire to do that one day there you're going to have a lot of people work for you and you can't control everything but the one thing you can do is is that ability to inspire others and through good leadership um and i think it's leadership has become so so important more more now than ever than you know even if we didn't have covid-19 it's it's just we're living in an age now where and it's i think it's always been that way but i just think it's more important now that when you are a leader you you've got responsibility but not only to your team members but to yourself um 
and having empathy and compassion and compassion in your daily practice let's remember that leadership is a practice we get we we make decisions in business whether they be good or bad and you know when i was a teacher my teaching practice some lessons were really poor i had to have feedback and reflect and listen to my students and then i progressed by I inspired my students to follow me in in my wisdom in my teaching because I I made myself approachable and it's one of the things we can also do as a leader. So I'm just going to flick over now to just to there's only four slides to go on this. Um, managers tell people what to do. Leaders inspire them to do it. Um, now my only pick point here about this is the fact that leaders are not born as we know um some say they are but the the progression that we can have in leadership is a wonderful thing but managers there is a lot of stigma around because managers should really be coaches because when we manage people that word says right we're gonna uh and it's true what jeff says managers tell people what to do there's always been that who's your line manager you know you're not performing Oh, my manager, oh, I don't like my manager. You know, if I had a room for 100 people that worked for different companies and I asked them the question, who here put your hand up likes your line manager? What would the response be? I think it would be quite low. The leaders inspire them to do it, but there has to be a transition before, as Jeff says, the, the empathy and the compassion between leadership to management. Because if I'm leading in my company, and my if they're called managers they're going to aspire to follow me because i put down not the law but the way to treat people to way to inspire others and it's not always like as we know in reality because i can sit here on the microphone and talk for hours about the power of leadership and you must do this you must do that but in terms of real well and working on daily projects it's a lot more difficult but You've only got to look at the statistics of LinkedIn to say, look, this is where they were. Now this is where they are. What was the reason for that? Was it because uh, management was top notch or was it because they had a, a good relationship with the leadership process and the practice and there was inspiration and autonomy and trust? I would argue, and I'm sure you would as well, that it was down to trust autonomy and the processes they put in place to allow people to, to learn by failure and, and make mistakes and you know as then the next slide that I'm looking at now the qualities of a good leader come down to two things and I agree with Jeff is awareness and inspiration I know that my core philosophy my humble startup company will be looking at people for their potential so have an awareness of their skill set and I'm going to recruit them based on what I think their future performance might be because I see worth in them that's inspiration so I'm inspiring that and already hopefully at the interview process my employees buy into that process but I've also got to inspire them and how do you inspire people in a modern day organization well look at LinkedIn how do they grow their internal workforce how is it they're able to put out so much good content in terms of the LinkedIn learning and it's very comprehensive, there's loads of good courses and they recruit all these experts, but how is it they grow their own internal workforce? How is it they got to where they are now? And I think that's 
for inspiring people to allow them to make mistakes, learn by failure, as well as other, you know, uh, other interactions. There's going to be times, as Jeff said, compassion where you might have to let someone go because they're not performing in that role that you you kind of you didn't mess up on the recruitment process, but they're not doing too good, and it's more better for you and the team to say, look, you know what, it's this is not working out, and it's having when you go and do that in a nice way and have the empathy and your other team members see that or hear about it then that's real good leadership i think sometimes certainly in my life and i think in general we have to learn to accept we can't be good at everything and sometimes you have to walk away from deals i know that that's going to be happening soon in my business um but if you've got that ability to lead people into success because you know that they know that you're going to make mistakes and they're going to make mistakes but if you grow that partnership and you practice the compassion and the empathy that needs uh, to happen but between both parties then I truly think that you've got a winning team and I think that's one of the reasons why LinkedIn has become a success as much as they have and I, I really and truly hope in the future that I can aspire to that myself uh, and, and lead a good team. I think that's 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 really important. Um, just moving across now to Jeff's famous uh, words is that I'm going to try to read out part of it. I found that the most effective leaders are the worst, or the most, sorry, not worst, are the most aware people I know. So I was talking about being aware. They have an uncanny self-awareness. They can read room and they have this ability to course correct in real time to not only be conscious and cosignant, if I pronounce that correctly, of the message that they're trying to deliver, whether it's a one-to-one or a staff meeting or all hands or they're given a keynote in front of a large audience. They're aware of how the message is being received and then they can course correct based on the way the audience is responding. And I think this really, for me, resonates all my teaching practice. And I've been into a lot of different classrooms across the UK. Uh, and I made a lot of mistakes, but the first thing I picked up when I started to get much better at teaching, when I was doing more reflection upon my practice, was that ability just as to go into a room, read it, look at my audience, if things weren't going away, I would change things, change my tactics. But because I built up a really good relationship between my students based over time, they were able to accept that change. It wasn't just a case of who is this guy? I mean, I can walk in any room and get people to listen to me. That's not a problem. I've been doing it for a long, long time. But when you're trying to grow a team in a business, um, I really think, and you're trying to get other clients, people to uh, follow you, um, it's really important that you as a leader, you've got self-awareness to know, you know, reality check, you know, you're not going to be good at everything. And when you're in the flow of work, or as they say, and you're working hard and you're giving out um, talks, inspiration, you're writing content or anything, or you, it's just as you're in a room, it's really important that you read that room well when you look at people's expressions and you understand. Um, I think then it's more about strategy because in every teaching class I go into and every content that I produce, eh, 
there's always a strategy. Well, I mean, I, I do a lot of experimentation, and I love that. But when you think about strategy as well, think about trust in yourself and believe that you as a leader are are carrying a message and you've got some kind of um, way of doing that. And as Jess says, and I would agree that if you can read that room and things are not going well, and then you you kind of, you know, you switch things around and you're able to deliver, then your performance increases. So that's really just how I think that the slides that I've produced today and teachings from Jeff that I've learned and some of my reflection upon my own practice. So I hope you enjoyed the the podcast. And if you're watching this on YouTube, it's fantastic. Um, there's more leadership lessons that we can learn. And I think that as we grow as individuals, especially during COVID-19, that it's really, really important that we learn from each other and we share our resources. And that's, that's, that's what LinkedIn is really about. It's, it's showing expertise all around the world. And I hope to follow that with my humble platform, learning for you. Um, I think if we can do that more and celebrate that, I think we're going to be okay. We're going to get through COVID-19 and we're going to help a lot, a lot of people learn and progress in life and in organisations.